Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, hey, folks, welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here on KBXL 94.1 FM, The Voice. And uh, I'm Ken Lewis on staff with FCA. And in the studio today, my co-host is Pammy Young, who's also on staff with FCA. Pammy, welcome to Heart of the Athlete again. Thank you. Glad to be here. Well, hey, here we are, middle of the summer and uh, middle of July. Boy, we had a busy camp season this year, didn't we? No, quite quite busy, but really awesome. It was June was packed full of a ton of camps. It was great. Yeah, a lot of FCA camps that we had, and and uh, I know we've got some hot weather. You you enjoy it? I know you've been in Idaho now a couple few years now. What's the what what's some of your favorite Idaho summer things that you're getting used to or enjoying to do? Well, right now with the heat being what it is, getting in the water is the best. So uh, floating the river or going up to Lucky Peak and being able to just paddleboard or kayak up there and getting out into the mountains where it cools off a little bit, fishing and hiking and doing those kinds of things. It's yep. awesome. Love yep. it. I know you're just sharing with me a little bit about your trip up to the Satus. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Beautiful part of the country, isn't it? Oh, yeah. God's creation, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Special place up there. And uh, well, yeah, folks, we had we had 10 different camps, and most of them were youth camps. Uh, we had, uh, there was a wrestling clinic camp that we had at the end of March, and then we had the, the John Bates FCA football camp that Ryan Seals did over in Ontario. And John Bates, former tight end for Boise State, now with the Washington Commanders, is a is a cousin to Ryan Seals over there. And uh, I was over there for that. And there's about 60, 65 kids and, and that Saturday. And that was back in May. And then, you know, Ryan did a functional fitness camp there that first week or last week of May. And then Josh Newberg had that uh, two-day wrestling camp. And you helped out at that. Mm-hmm. You, were, you got to be over there. Then of course we had the softball, baseball, the two those two day camps the net the following week that first full week of June, and that was Sean Rooney was running the baseball and Cheryl Schaefer right and you were helping out with the softball, mm-hmm. and then of course you were doing a little athletic training stuff too. Yep. And then Ryan Seals also doing a golf and tennis camp that week, and then the following week they did a youth and all those were youth camps up to about seventh eighth grade right is that what the softball was. Uh, softball was, yeah, up to about age 13, maybe 14 tops. Ah, so like we had some grade. 14U, yeah. yeah, 14U girls that were there, but mostly between like second grade and about eighth grade. Yeah. And I know the ones that Ryan was doing over in Fruitland and Payette and uh, Ontario were up to about sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And then he they did an archery youth camp. Mm-hmm. And then there was the... Then our big camp that we had, the Northwest Regional Camp, which we had over 500 athletes at this year, mm-hmm. and the most we've ever had. And uh, but all those youth camps, Pammy, I know you helped out at the wrestling camp, the baseball and softball, doing some athletic training. Uh, you get to share some things in there too, some devos and stuff. What are some impacts for you? What did you see God do at those youth camps? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's it really is incredible the amount of kids that show up who either are just there to grow in their sport or who are there to, you know, experience Jesus at a deeper level if they have a a current relationship with him. 
And it's really pretty a neat experience to watch these kids come in, work hard. I mean, wrestling, like these kids are up early. They're running hard in the morning. They're doing duels by the late evening. But they're in chapels, too, throughout Mm -hmm. that. And they have time to connect with their peers and with those coaches who are leading them into not only better skill level, but also greater relationship with Jesus and introducing uh, mm-hmm. them to him for the first time if they've never met him before. And same with baseball and softball. It's just an awesome time to see these kids who, uh, you know, at the end, a lot of times the question is, you know, we especially at the baseball and softball camp, we t- it's a four-day camp, and so we take each day, we walk them through a different component of the four, which is a simple way to share the gospel. And by the end, you know, the question is, will you trust Jesus? And mm-hmm. so we ask these kids that, hey, are you interested in trusting mm-hmm. Jesus, either rededicating, committing your life further to the Lord, or maybe for the first time saying yes to Jesus. And it's really amazing to watch these hands come up, watch kids come forward and yeah. to say, like, I want to want to be part of Team Jesus. Yeah. And so... It really is cool. I mean, obviously, like again, they're getting better at their sport, and that's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, but seeing them decide to follow Jesus for the right. first time or to recommit. And again, kids who are age 9, 10, 11 years old, you know, yeah. a lot of them who are are young in many ways but growing, uh, which is super cool to see. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Those kids, you know, some of the kids, they they love sports, and they'll be at every – every opportunity that the gym doors are open or whatever, right? Or the fields, somebody's at the field. Or if there's a vacant field next door, they might be doing pickup game of this or that. But uh, And then you got other kids that are, maybe their parents are wanting them to either get the spiritual, mm-hmm. godly, biblical aspect that FCA offers or – or the, the parents want them to get better at their sport too. Mm-hmm. So, but it's 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 a it's a great mixture. And, and I want to I want to go back on something you mentioned the four. And mm-hmm. for our listeners, I know FCA was looking for a way to conceptualize the gospel, be able to share it in a very succinct way, and uh, for our athletes and our volunteers and our coaches. And uh, I think it was University in Europe that was using this system called the four. And uh, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about what the four is? Sure, yeah. The simple way to say it is it's a gospel explaining four simple truths. And it's a really easy, repeatable way for anyone to share about Jesus. And so it's built in a way where it's symbols. We use certain symbols, which is a universal language. So whether you speak English or Spanish (laughs) or whatever, right? Exactly. It's easy to remember because you see it. I mean, we live in a world of emojis. And so this fits into (laughs) that, right? And so the first symbol is a heart and it signifies that God loves you. He made you and he loves you. And so we, you know, expand on that. We share different scriptures that support that and Mm -hmm. to kind of explain how his love is unconditional and what that means, Mm -hmm. right? For kids and, young adults to hear that or or adults in general to hear that it's hard sometimes for us to fully comprehend what it means to have unconditional love um but that's first is god loves you second is a division symbol or math nerds out there you know it's that simple division symbol and um this one is about sin it's how sin separates you it divides you from god and so we expand on that what it looks like for sin to damage relationship between you and god and you and others um Mm -hmm. and it keeps you from really experiencing the fullness of life Mm -hmm. that god intended for you and so we we let them know like hey this is an eternal separation Mm -hmm. 
and it requires therefore a solution right and so that next symbol is the cross and this is the solution that when you are loved by god but sin is separated from you you need an answer uh, to solve this problem and so jesus is that answer and he comes and it's it, the simple way we say it is jesus rescues you yeah he rescues you by his life that he lived and then the death he died to pay the penalty for us and then the resurrection that he experienced right that offers us a new life in him and so again god loves you but sin separates you god still loves you so much so that he sent his son to die for you and so jesus comes and he rescues you and then the last symbol is a question mark and the question again like i mentioned earlier is will you trust jesus Mm -hmm. right will you trust that this is true for you that Mm -hmm. jesus actually came and lived a perfect sinless life and died the death that you and i deserved and was raised back to life and that he's lord of your life and so we trust him will you say yes will you surrender your life to him um, will you believe and confess truly that he is lord yeah. and so you know we we walk again our our students and our athletes through this and it's again a really simple way to express the gospel through four different symbols and four simple mm-hmm. truths of god loves you sin separates you jesus rescues you and then will you trust jesus yeah. i love that i love that i I think with that question mark symbol at the end, you know, will you trust Jesus? You know, will you trust him to give him your sin? Mm-hmm. And it's not just, it's not just, hey, we're not, you know, we understand this stuff, but we're not going to do, do anything about it. No, we, we need to do something about it. And that is to, to give, mm-hmm. give our lives over to him and turn that over to him, confess our sin. And then I love that part too with the, how the cross, that, that vertical, you know, beam of the cross and, and then the cross beam. If you, if you put that over that divide symbol, mm-hmm. you know, that divided symbol in math, like you said, for the math nerds, for anybody out there, you know, it's, we're separated from the Father because mm-hmm. of that sin and uh, that we need what he did on the cross, mm-hmm. his shed blood, his broken body for our sins. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I love it. Well, thanks for explaining that to our listeners because, yeah. you know, sometimes you talk about things and big, and it's good to explain that. So it was good. So and then we we had all those youth camps, and then we had the the camp that was the Northwest Regional Camp that we have athletes. I think we had fourteen different states. We had kids coming from this year, five hundred kids to start off the week, and um, eighty four college athletes, I believe. Another one hundred and twenty, one hundred and thirty volunteers, coaches. FCA staff like you and me from around our region that came to work here at Nampa. Incredible week. Lots of work. <laughs> but Exhilarating some, and exhausting. Yes, yes. yeah. And uh, like FCA used to say all the time, a week of inspiration and perspiration mm-hmm. and, uh, and exhaustion mm-hmm. <laughs> as well, too. But I know that our listeners here on Heart of the Athlete have got to hear from a couple of our speakers, Josh Cordell, who was our Thursday night speaker. And then also Daniel Gill, who spoke on Monday, Tuesday night, who is the American Ninja Warrior, mm-hmm. who's on the current season of that. And uh, I think they just got done taping the current season back in June, a couple of weeks before Daniel was in Nampa. And then Wednesday night, we had Trey Kennard, and who's a professional motocross rider, world champ. I kind of retired now. I think he still works for Honda doing some test new cycles and stuff like that. But what were some of the highlights for you on maybe on any of those speakers and then then maybe we can get into our 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 daily themes because i know daniel spoke on greater potential and greater promise mm-hmm. trace talk, talked about greater promise and then uh, josh talked about 
our purpose, the greater purpose, and all stemming from he must increase and we must decrease from John 3.30. What, what stood out to you from any of those speakers or any of those the camp themes? Yeah, like you said, you know, Daniel being an American Ninja Warrior, Trey being a motocross pro, and then Josh being a, a youth pastor who played tennis previously. Like, there's just, it was really neat because these guys come in with, uh, you know, pretty heavy dose of sport experience and some of them known on the world stage, right? And so I think that creates an opportunity for kids, especially those who came purely for the sport, right? Mm-hmm. If they're not necessarily there because they want to get to know Jesus or they're really mm-hmm. unsure about this whole Christian thing. For them, they were automatically drawn in to mm-hmm. these these men who are up there sharing about their experience yeah. in sport, right? And then they're willing to listen to the truth uh, that they're sharing a, about Scripture and the Word about the Lord. And, and so I think that was just really cool because it does drop all of them in. Um, even if you do have a really awesome relationship with Jesus, you're still fascinated by their experience in their sport. And so, but one thing I, I loved is that Every night, it seemed like it built on itself in that it truly did, moving through this this theme of greater, of uh, this core verse that we're, we're sitting with of he must increase, but I must decrease from John 3.30. Every single one of these guys through, throughout the week, it built on itself, which was really neat. And I think for those who came, again, just maybe for their sport, for those who were there because they actually care about growing deeper in their relationship with God, there was something for everybody mm-hmm. to hear in each of those nights and i love that it did build like really those first two nights with daniel like he did a great job of engaging these campers and mm-hmm. getting them pulled in and drawn into the yeah. mystery of god and being able to um to talk about that dynamic of god in his sport right and then i feel like trey and josh did a really great job of continuing to engage these campers but really equipping them with god's word like even Mm -hmm. more in depth and richness and and so it helped them grow in their knowledge of god and their Mm -hmm. spiritual wisdom and understanding and insight and then and especially josh in the last night really did a great job of commissioning them as they went back home right and so that empower piece like empowering them to go and to share what they'd experienced to share what they'd learned to share the transformation that they'd experienced and got from god through that camp experience and to go home right and to share with family friends teammates teachers coaches Mm -hmm. and so really it was cool because again with fca a lot of the ways we think about discipleship is through this model of e3 of engage, equip, mm-hmm. and empower. And it felt really like God just, I mean, divinely ordained that each of these speakers would kind of build in that yeah. rhythm without us telling them to do that. You know, mm-hmm. it just was the way it worked and this theme of greater potential and promise to greater mm-hmm. performance and greater purpose and this this building of disciples in that way of engage, equip, and empower. And it, it just really was an awesome yeah. way. Like these, And these guys didn't know what each other was going to share, you know, but God, right. God used them to <laughs> the build Holy off Spirit, one another. He and just m- yeah. he melded it all together. Yeah, so it was really awesome and we're really grateful uh, for these men who were willing to come and sacrifice their time and, yeah. and give, you know, a, an awesome message for these kids to hear and to let the Holy Spirit use them too ultimately again remind them that they're loved and yeah. that they have a purpose in life that's beyond just their yeah. sport and what they do on or off the court or field or course yeah. or track or whatever it may be so in the pool you know and so it was really neat to hear um, those guys did a great job yeah 
Yeah, so good. Yeah, I love what you you shared there, Pammy. And I, I think for me, as I was thinking about these four topics and then this, what the speakers talked about, I think that that first night, that greater potential, Daniel, I think he kind of woke some kids up like, hey, you have other potential other than what you're living right now, where you're sitting right now in life. And, you know, junior high, middle school, high school, wherever that, college, you know, and you get to work with the college athletes mm-hmm. specifically at camp or pro, and pre-camp. But... I think that is, was a little bit of a wake-up call, I think, to tr- remind them about, hey, God's got more for you. Mm-hmm. And then I loved on night two how he he was just, uh, it was almost like like a waterfall of kept going into God's word and, and talking about promises of God, in God's word that God has for us, for his people, mm-hmm. and reminding them about them. Or maybe for the first time they've ever heard these things. And I remember thinking, I think we went kind of long that night and uh, chapel time, that team meeting time, we call it. But yet the kids and the huddle years, they were all at the edge of their seat. There wasn't kids scurrying around, you know, having to go to the bathroom or get up or whatever. They were focused. They were, it was almost like God was just showering, you know, using Daniel to shower them with his, in his word, you know, because Daniel was going through all these different promises of, that he has for us and for these kids. And, uh, I remember talking to some of the huddle leaders in Sutherland. It was after you guys did the huddle leader debrief. So this was late. It was mm-hmm. probably about, it's when the guys came back. It was probably about 1130, <laughs> yeah, 11.45. And the, all the guys were like, oh man, we could have listened to that. We could have sat there for another two hours. And that's the way I felt. But my observation and my feeling, even of the, these middle school, high school kids, the same thing. And then to hear these guys, these college athletes articulate that and go, man, I could have just sit there for another couple hours and just be showered with with god's word and god's promises so it's really cool and then like you said too with trey and 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 josh just running out the week and i think that you know that preparing them to to go back and be used be be a vessel be an instrument be who god's called be god's hands and feet back at wherever he's called you bloom where you've planted for the lord mm-hmm. you know on your team at your school in your home be a better son and daughter, you know, mm-hmm. all those different things that, that they were talking about. It was just, yeah, it was just wonderful, like you said, about the, how the Holy Spirit just just mm-hmm. interwove it. And man, it was, it was, it was really sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was awesome. God definitely used that to speak to not just our campers or our huddle leaders, but also our volunteers, our staff. Like it was, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Well, Pammy, you, you, this year and last year too, you got to help out with the help training up the huddle leaders. That's our college athletes, to, and they they're kind of the big brother or big sister of those 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 campers all week long. And we have versions of huddle leaders at our youth camps, but it's a, it's a little it's a lot different, really, compared to what's at yeah. the overnight camp that's five days long, five plus days long. What are I know for these huddle leaders? You know, these are. Some were D1, D2, D3, NAI, junior college athletes. Oftentimes, they don't have an opportunity. They don't have a lot of time in the summer to go do a mission trip or to go overseas, And but yet some of them may want to. And so this is a great opportunity for them mm-hmm. to come serve and in their sport and be able to point kids to, to Jesus that maybe are worshiping that sport. Mm-hmm. But what were some of the things that you saw God do in them? Because they're coming to serve and they're kind of, they're on staff kind of with us, but but God's also doing a lot of cool things in them oh, because yeah. they get to lead, right? They get to lead two Bible studies a day. They're all those, all those things. What, what are some of the things you saw in them? 
Sure. Yeah. I mean, many of them, we had 84 huddle leaders, college students from all over coming to serve. And uh, that's the most we've ever had, the most campers we've ever had, the most huddle leaders we've ever had. And so before camp, we go through quite a bit of training just to help equip them for the week of serving. And it truly is like we tell them you're on mission this week. You know, you're about to do what Paul talks about, which is be poured out as a drink offering (laughs) for these campers and for this week of serving um, them, you know, and, and ultimately you're doing it all for the Lord. Like you're serving Mm -hmm. the Lord, but you're serving these young men and women who are hungry to know something greater than what they currently experience. Right. And, and so that training time is, is awesome. And you watch them, have their eyes opened afresh and their hearts softened to what it is that that God is is doing in them and it really truly it's amazing like how the Lord uses them through the week and some of the things that they even uh, speak to and share is how God is you know refining them through the process mm-hmm. like they expect to come and to hear some hard things and share some things and coach share a some little truth. bit yeah and use their sport yeah and and to share some some good truths with these campers that i think a lot of times they're surprised that god also wants to work in them and yeah. so there's been a couple that i've talked to and and heard from and just the way that god was softening their heart throughout the week uh, yeah. that he was drawing them back to his goodness and faithfulness ways that they were um, able to confess and be transparent and vulnerable and raw and real with some of their their teammates or some of us staff and mostly with the lord like they were able to just express man god like this is something that's going on in my heart and can you you know restore me and cleanse me again and and so it's just really sweet uh, to hear from them and watch them too just to observe mm-hmm. like how they come in a little nervous or overly confident even potentially right. and sometimes a little broken yeah, too right? from oh, very the school much year so. or things that have gone on in their life totally and how the lord is just reminding them that he wants to reconcile them to himself as well and mm-hmm. um so god's goodness is shown absolutely in that space and it's really amazing to see how their hearts also are being transformed their lives are yeah. also being renewed there we had an opportunity at the end of the week which is always one of my favorite times after camp finishes we we do a little bit of debrief with our huddle leaders and we have an opportunity to give them space for baptisms if they choose to be baptized and to rededicate their life and recommit their life to the Lord. And it was an incredible time. One of our donors in this area, he and his wife opened up their home. It was awesome. And they gave us an option to use their pool on a hot day. It was perfect. And, uh, we had four of our huddle leaders say that they wanted to be baptized and mm-hmm. and to express that and share that with everybody there. And we had probably 20 or 30 more of them who shared a piece of their life that they were laying back down and surrendering before mm-hmm. the throne of Jesus and recommitting and rededicating yeah. their life to the Lord. And that's amazing to me, that kind of testimony of, yeah. you know, 30 Praise or so people just – and there, there was – we just ran out of time. Yeah. I'm sure all 80-plus of them would have <laughs> been sharing things, but right. it was really incredible. So that that's an awesome time to just to worship and yeah. praise God for what he's done. Yeah. Well, just all glory to the Lord, right? I mean, it's just amazing things that God has done with these – not only these, these campers and – and and our our time is closing down here, so I know we wanted to read some camper comments too. But it's so cool to hear about what God's doing in these huddle leaders too. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, as we think about YFCA camp, you know, it's really pointing people to Jesus mm-hmm. and pointing kids that are maybe focused on their sport, focused on the creation, but f- get them focused on the Creator.
man, our time has gone by so fast, but I know we have a ton to, more to talk about. We need to do part two of this, don't we, Pammy? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> especially to share about some of these campers and what their experience was. But if I could just take a moment to share one thing. That, sure, share one thing and then we'll wrap this yeah, up Yeah, so one camper from Oregon shared about her experience at camp. And, and she said this, it brought me an incredible group of brothers and sisters in Christ I had the most amazing huddle leaders, and they always reminded me how loved I am. Mm. And I think that was one of the things that just stands out for everyone that comes mm-hmm. to this camp and then leaves from it is the community of Christ that we yeah. have wherever we are, yeah. right? That we have brothers and sisters who can remind us how loved we yeah. are by God. And it was really sweet to read that from one of those campers. Yeah, amen. Thanks for sharing that. Well, I just want to say I am super blessed to have you on our team and how you have just you know been an incredible teammate over this a little over a year now that you've been on staff and i just appreciate you help pouring into with all that that team that poured into those college huddle leaders Mm -hmm. which then get to help disciple those kids so Mm -hmm. well thank you yeah no thank you it's an honor and a gift to be here thanks for listening today if you are interested in getting involved with fca or would like to donate to the fca ministry You can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice.